Hello everybody, how's it going? Welcome to another episode of Coast to Kamsa from Brodig today. Just come out of there, just done my my shopping. Ugh. It's funny though, I was going to Lamb Lash Co-op just to get milk and it was shut. I got caught out, it shuts at 8 to allow for restocking so I had to come through to Brodick so I thought I'll just get I'll just get a big shop and since it's so gorgeous out here tonight I mean seriously it's flat cam sun setting and it's so quiet so it's it's been a good day actually I've not had a bad day at all I've been really busy and of course I didn't get as much done as I would have liked but I suppose that's every day, isn't it? Really. So I set myself some goals, the main one of which was to post a blog post to put out the interview that I did with Rosie Haydenrich from Turnstone Guitars. So I did that, and in the meantime, I did a little bit of research on HREFs, which is a website I use. It's a service that I use to help me with search engine ranking and that kind of thing. So there's a learning curve to it, but it's an amazing tool and they have an academy, which is a bunch of really good tutorial videos, not only on how to use HREFs, but also on sort of bigger SEO training and what have you. It's just, it's amazing. So I did a little bit of that this afternoon and what else did I do? Um, there's something else. Imagine forgetting what you did just a few hours ago. Oh yeah, I had HREFs also does a thing called Site Audit. So they'll basically audit your website to check for any errors in the code and that kind of thing. Broken links and uh, <coughs> what they call 400 errors. So I've got a few 409 errors coming up on my guitar website, which I... I went in to try and fix, so I sent a message to HREFs and said, what's this all about? So they got back to me and they said, you need to get onto your host. So I then had to open up a support chat with this host gator that I use. So I did a, a chat with them and I got them to basically open up the firewall so that the HREFs robot could scan my website properly. So it actually took a while. But while I was on the chat, I was going through some HREF tutorials and learning about really how to optimise my blog content in terms of SEO and all of that stuff. So, yeah, it's been good, it's been productive and it's, it's funny because I got to half seven at night and thinking to myself, I haven't done anything like what I want to do today. And so I made myself write down what I had done and that made all the difference in the world. Because I saw quite quickly that, you know, I had done some stuff, which is good. So, a good friend of mine I was at university with, Arjun, his name is, uh, he was my bestie at St Andrews. And he and I have been having some, some good back and forth chats on WhatsApp. It's a really, really good platform for that. What we're doing is recording audio clips. And I'll send one to him, then wait a few days, he'll reply when he can. And it's been really good, it's, it's, it's a nice way, it's, I suppose it's like the letter writing of the future. It's 
So there you go. And in our conversations, we've been talking about... Well, I've been talking to him about the idea of abundance and scarcity. And these are concepts that come up quite a lot for me. Uh, and some of the podcasts I listen to, the business podcasts, some of the business books that I read, they're, they're hosted and written by people who have come from nothing and made a lot of money by working hard. And, you know, I think I'm kind of socially conditioned coming from where I do, which is a working class background, West Coast Scotland. I'm kind of conditioned to think that that's not for me. That, you know, wealth generation is for people who have wealth. Passive income is for people who already have wealth. And it's not for the likes of me, you know. And I'm, when I listen to these books, when I learn about sales funnels and about lead generation and about value ladders, you know, all these kind of marketing terms that, and most of them are quite new to me actually. When I learn about these things and I listen to people's anecdotes in their books and in their podcasts about how they started and how they got to where they are today, it, it all comes down to belief. I mean, hard work, yes, of course. But you can work hard all your life and get nowhere, really. Like my dad, that's how he was. He worked his arse off for as long as he could until his health made that impossible for him. And then he ended up in a an old folk council bungalow. And that was that, you know, that that's their life. And that's kind of what I've, I feel like I've been conditioned to, to believe. Now, there was a point when I felt like I'd broken away from that. I'm the first in my family to go to university, as far as I know, in my immediate family. And when I came out of there, I fairly quickly walked into a, a well-paid job overseas as a Russian translator and it was a real opportunity for me to well to become a corporate stooge in some ways because that's what I was I was working for a big firm worked for Ernst & Young one of the big auditing accounting firms the big five as they were called I think it's down to the big four now I don't know I haven't been keeping track but it was a fantastic job I absolutely loved it and I made some amazing friends doing that job, people I'm still in touch with today. But it wasn't for us as a husband and wife team. I wasn't married then, but I'm still with the same beautiful lady that I was then. And she decided it, it wasn't going to work for her to come and live in Kazakhstan, which is understandable, you know, it's not for everyone. And so... I ended up self-employed, so this is 2001, and doing all right, actually. I was getting some clients. I was doing the work. She was earning well, too. She was a translation manager for a non-profit. And we were well off, and then we had kids, and we were still doing okay, and then we moved over here, and it all just went to hell in a handcart because I bought a post office, which was a huge mistake, but, you know... We shall not regret the past, nor wish to close the door on it, as they say. So, 
We moved here to Arran and it's a beautiful place. And don't get me wrong, I am very grateful for the things that we have, the life that we have. Life is good, you know, I'm not saying anything otherwise, but I find myself getting back to that mindset again of not earning what I feel that we should be earning at this stage in our lives. You know, at the age of 50, I feel like we should be better off than we are now. So, with that in mind, you know, that's where this idea of mindset comes in. I mean, I've been self-employed since 2001, so I do have a few years of business business acumen. I don't know. I mean, I would never have said that if you'd asked, but I suppose I must have because I kept the business running that I started in 2008 through the, the what do you call it, the recession. So, you know, there must be something there, some sense I don't know. So, yeah, my point is this, that I believe I can actually work smart, that I do have the wherewithal to grow a business that actually gives me a good life, you know, that will allow my wife not to have to continue doing a job that she does not enjoy. And to be happy doing that work because I am building a business for myself that I enjoy doing is, is terribly exciting terribly scary but terribly exciting as well and I, it's, I think I'm convinced it all comes down to mindset you know I have to believe that I can do this you know I got this as, as the kids say so that's what I wanted to share today you know that I do believe in myself and I am going to get there. I'm just going to keep working, keep learning, keep growing, keep iterating and learn from my mistakes and become a happier camel and be the best I can be. So that's me for tonight, folks. A wee impromptu one from Brodick Beach. I'm going to head off back now, put the messages away and have some chill time. All right, folks, have a good one. Speak to you again soon. Bye.